You're listening to the SHL CHRO Chat Podcast, where our Chief Human Resources Officer, Carrie Ellison, leads conversations with other HR experts who are driving innovation through wise talent decisions. Hi. Welcome to the CHRO chat. Um, You've had a couple of sessions with me talking about things like culture, um, and we're going to have a slightly different um, focus on today's chat. And I've brought a couple of colleagues with me uh, to join me on an interesting finding um, activity that uh, we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks within SHL. So I'm going to just firstly introduce my two colleagues. So I'm Terry Ellison, CHRO SHL. Um, but let me introduce um, Kuldeep Jadav and Mark Brinkat, who are um, working closely with us on products um, within SHL. But I would like to just pass over to you both just to give me a little intro on who you are and what you do within SHL. Mark, do you want to go first? Thanks, Terry. Hi, I'm Mark Brinkat. I'm a Chief Technology Officer at uh, SHL. And uh, basically, I focus uh, my days uh, in uh, building our products and platforms that uh, then uh, power uh, our products to market. Cool. Thank you. Kuldeep? Yes. Hi, this is Kuldeep Yadav. Uh, I work as a director of AI in SHL, and my job involves bringing AI-based technology solutions in uh, SHL's assessments and platforms. Brilliant. Thank you. And we started talking, the three of us, um, as a result of some of the AI work that uh, Cole Deep has been doing within SHL. Um, and as a CHRO, I saw some fascinating stats, which made me go, I need to talk to people about this and gave us the idea for this particular CHRO chat. So what I'm going to do is just, first of all, um, pass over to Cole Deep and talk through the product and um, some of the stats that are coming out of the product. Um, so, Kuldeep, do you want to just take us through the product that we're talking about? Absolutely, uh, Terry. Uh, would love to, to do that. Uh, so, basically, the product that we're talking here is a interview intelligence product. Uh, so, one of the, I will tell you the core problem uh, that today's talent acquisition teams are facing. Uh, so, many of our customers use our smart interview platforms. And I asked them a simple question that, okay, you are conducting these thousands of interviews every year. Uh, How are they going? And the answer that I got is a blank silence. So most people, most people in talent teams uh, do not know how the interviewers are going. Uh, That that insights led us to see, okay, can can we provide some kind of a visibility uh, to our recruiting teams so that they know what kind of interview experience that their candidates are getting. Uh, I mean, in, in, a, in, a, in the talent industry, everybody seems to be talking about the candidate experience. Uh, interviews forms the maximum part of the candidate experience. It impacts the most. The interviewers who talk to the candidate, they make or break candidates' decision to join an organization. So uh, I think I don't need to tell you more than that, that why interviews are important. And that led us to create this solution where we analyze thousands of interview conversation. And uh, as, as Terry said initially, right, that led to some fascinating insights. And I would love to tell you some of those insights in this podcast. Lovely. Thank you, Kuldeep. And I think, um, you know, you hit on the biggest nugget that um, HR functions and talent acquisition functions find is we can do as much training 
um, as possible around manager capabilities and competency training and interview skills and all of those things. The bit we just never know is actually how the interview runs and, and some insights around that. So, Mark, I'm going to pass over to you because I think you also got some of the insights before we go to sharing those insights um, around what was the biggest surprises to you around the interview process and what this potential gap gives you? I, th- I, th- I think uh, one one of the one of the most interesting insights is that uh, um, y- you know this black box process, which is so critical, we we know very little up till now around what happens during that process, and uh, it really is the first opportunity that a candidate gets to get introduced to your brand and to the people that they are going to work with but it's also a critical a a critical part of the process for you to understand actually uh the 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 person you know it's the translation of the person from uh from a resume to an assessment to actually getting to meet them so when i looked at the insights i was uh, I, i was really 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 surprised at some of the uh, uh, at some of the numbers that were coming out of the uh, of uh, uh, of this analysis, which were really useful because we are taking something that uh, 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 that that was quite uh, obscure in a way, and and actually getting getting uh, data out of that that can really really bring that improvement uh, to the whole experience. Thanks. And I think it's interesting because I think if you take the dynamic of us moving away from very, I'm going to say, rigorous training programs within our managers pre-COVID into a virtual world um, that has suddenly thrown people into that and no particular training on how to do the interviews virtually and, and using products like Smart Interview. I think that this, the, the surprise for me was the stats. So why don't I call deep? get you to pick one of the stats because I think this is the fascinating piece that the product gives you um, and as a HR function especially as a TA function I just was like this just shows me how I can make a very significant difference into my employee experience but also into my management skills and capabilities so why don't you just pick one of the stats and share with us what you're seeing from the um, research and the insights. Sure. Uh, so one of the insights that we kind of generate is conversational insights, right? Uh, which kind of measures how well an interviewer is able to engage in a conversation with a candidate. And one of the insights that we look for is speak to listen ratio, like how much interviewer is speaking versus listening. And we have found out that more than 25% of interviewers uh, speak more than 50% of the time in the whole interview. It's fascinating, isn't it? So I, I know, Mark, if you were actually um, looking at your managers within your team or looking at that in any other organisations you've worked in, you'd be thinking in an hour interview, 50 minutes feels quite long. Were you surprised by that? I, I, I was I was really surprised by that because in the interview, really, you, you, you want to hear about the candidate, yeah? You, 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 you want to understand the candidate so that amount of time uh, where you know the interviewer should speak less and listen more yeah because that's the whole aim of the exercise is is to be able to understand 
uh, the candidate better understand uh, if, uh, if if they have what it takes. So yeah, that was it. it for me, also, for example, another another really critical start was uh, it, that thirty percent of the interviews uh, had more than thirty percent of the time with no one speaking, which is uh, which is uh, uh, which is really really interesting because what was what's going on during that period of time, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's sort of. It, it it brings to attention whereby interviewers need to follow up more regularly, even even in uh, in in uh, in sort of uh, more interactive type of panel sessions. So like that, the candidate really it, it makes you make the candidate feel at home uh, during the whole process. It is fascinating, isn't it? Because you know we we very much talk about getting to know the talent that you need in the organisations, their skills, their competencies, their behaviours, um, how do you assess those? And actually, if you're speaking 50% of the time in an hour interview, how are you actually understanding that person and then saying they're a talented person and bring them into the organisation? But the cost of that when they come into the organisation and potentially them not being successful is, is massive through that process. And it's a bit of a candidate experience you can't control um, in the same way, uh, so the technology is great. It shows you that sort of information. Um, I think also the, the the silences, you know, in some instances, that's quite nice because if you're more of an introverted person, it gives you the chance to speak. But that's a significant amount of time for silence as well as being driven. Um, were there any other stats, Mark, that you were looking at and thinking, actually, they would be very useful when you were speaking to Cold Deep around the product? I'd, I, I, I'd, I'd like to touch on one of the stats that for me was... was uh, 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 one that really surprised me. It's like 30% of the interviewers kept their camera off while candidates' video is on. So this is an experience, yeah, where you're trying to uh, you, you're trying to have a conversation uh, with, uh, between two people, and actually 30% of those interviewers didn't actually show their face, um, which uh, it, 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 it's 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 basic etiquette. Uh, and uh, it helps also the, the 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 visuals actually help to build engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. Coldeep, were you surprised by those stats when you saw them? Uh, absolutely. And I think uh, the way I think about this thing is that interview somehow has been considered as a uneven relationship, right? It's not a one-on-one even relationship, and 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 that kind of gives a very bad impression to the candidate. Right? It has to be considered to be a even relationship between an interviewer and a candidate, and and candidates need to be need to be treated with with empathy, right? And visual, as Mark says, helps a lot, right? You can show show back emotions, right? You can encourage somebody uh, even without saying anything, right? Uh, and in this case, I think interviewers are mandating candidates to switch on their camera so that they can see whether they are. Uh, how they're reacting, but they're keeping their camera off, which is very strange. It, it it's is. Really, it's it's really interesting, though, isn't it? Because uh, uh, the whole uh, the whole uh, pandemic and movement into into uh, uh, the virtual the virtual ways of working has made this you know have has made this a bigger problem, and it's it's great to be able to actually actually see. Uh, what uh, what uh, what's happening? Because you can actually do something about it. 
Yeah, and I think it's interesting when you did the reverse. I think the candidates had their cameras on, so it was actually the interviewers that weren't putting the cameras on. If I if I took it back to pre-COVID, you wouldn't have a face-to-face interview in the office and say, could you sit either side of a partition um, and interview each other and not see each other face-to-face? I think it's really fascinating that the the COVID piece and the virtual piece has almost left it to feel it's okay and or acceptable not to put your camera on and just carry on with voice. But all of those interactions are really crucial for that employee experience. And it's now how do, how do you teach managers to make sure that that employee experience is as crucial through the whole piece virtually um, in the same way as you would have done previously um, when they did everything face-to-face. So, Coldeep, what was the, uh, give me one more stat before we um, finish and close off around where your biggest surprises were. Yes, so another insight is about the interview structure. Uh, so uh, whoever has conducted the interview, right? Whenever we acted as an interviewer to any candidate, I think one of the easiest and nicest thing to do is once you are done with your questions, let the candidate ask any questions about the job role or anything about the organization. What we have found out is that 28% of the interviewers do not give an opportunity to the candidate to ask questions. And and to me, that impacts a recruitment brand. Absolutely. And if you think about the whole premise is that somebody comes into the organisation that you're not only buying into them, but they're buying into you as a company and they're not even having a chance to understand you, the team, the culture, you know, the environment they're moving into. It's like, so you potentially then have the risk at the end of the day of them deciding not to join because they just don't understand it enough. So it's a really massive stat in in that way. Mark, any thoughts on that one? No, it, it, it's, if you, it, for me, that stat and the other stat around, you know, 50%, 54% of interviewers do not ask a single screening question. It's, 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 it's really interesting to be, to, to, to look at these stats together. Yeah. Because it's, it gives you, it gives you the context of what's happening and uh, and then uh, and then the quality uh, of, uh, of, uh, of 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 what's coming out of those interview uh, interview processes. It is. It, you're right. It's a combination of all of it. So if I'm talking all the time, I'm potentially not asking any questions. Um, I'm not putting my camera on. That's got to be a very interesting experience for employees um, to try and come through and and. And how in, in a very hot talent market, when you're really desperately trying to get as much talent as you can, because it is very hot um, around the globe, just simple things like this is amazing. So for me as a CHRO, I looked at these stats and just went, this this can help me in so many ways. It can help me work out where this, the, the, the process is falling through. It can help me think about those people that are engaged when they join the organization, the experiences they go through. But also it, it for me was, how do I now help the managers? How do I train and teach managers how to do this in a virtual environment and use use these stats forward? So we are absolutely using those stats now within um, SHL as well so, um, so that we can start to think about how do we grow those forward. But if I was going to ask both of you, if there's one takeaway that you would want um, the listeners to uh, leave with, what would that be? Over to you, I'm going to say Mark. I... I, I... For me, the takeaway is uh, if you don't have the insight, you can't really improve. So uh, it's, it's usually we look at uh, lagging 
really lagging indicators in terms of, you know, once people join and then, you know, their engagement and how the, the length of time and, uh, and you know, how long the process took uh, 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 to go to the interview. But really gaining these insights and then applying these insights back into, into an improvement can, can, can really get you well-placed, especially in, uh, in this hybrid world that we live in now, where, uh, a very, where, where, where technology is playing such a big role in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in, in enabling this function, uh, the, the insight is, is, is critical to actually make the, the, the most of it. Cool. Thank you. What about you, Kaldeep? Uh, yes. So on similar lines, uh, digital shift of these interviews due to this pandemic in the last two years is giving us a very, very unique opportunity to kind of get some insights in this black hole of interviews. Right. And we should make use of full opportunity uh, uh, to get these insights, build right practices of conducting effective interviews. Uh, for example, we very well know that interview experience forms a bulk part of the overall candidate experience. So we should make sure that uh, you have uh, organizations should have a right interview experiences practices so that it does not impact their overall candidate experience. Perfect. And I think for me, I think the the, the takeaway is this: if this was done pre-COVID and before we used um, more virtual products like Smart Interview. It was very hard. This is the one one element you could not possibly understand whether it worked or didn't work because it's a one to one face interview with somebody in a room. Right? But now suddenly you have a whole bunch of stats and can can work through where that one variant could be your downfall in the whole process all the way from attraction to selection to onboarding. Um, so I would say make sure you're in some way um, doing interviews via a virtual process through a piece of technology like ours that gives you those stats because I think it's a big massive learning learning especially for me um, and seeing those stats from our customers and what, what they're seeing as well so um, I would like to say thank you to you both for joining me and talking about this product I thought it was a very interesting insights um, around just an area you had no control over before but you can now see and I think the other piece that this product does is it also shows the manager instantly the information around those stats as well. So it's not a case of it's like a hidden stat that sits within HR. So it becomes transparent to even the managers when they're doing it. So thank you very much both for joining um, and hopefully we'll be able to talk more about the product on future chats. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Thanks for listening to SHL's CHRO Chat Podcast. To learn more about how SHL helps companies leverage their greatest asset, their people, please visit shl.com.